You know, you don't try to avoid it. Okay, you don't try to avoid and pretend like it didn't hurt you, that it has not caused sadness in your life. Welcome everyone once again to another episode on the Mizi Wahid podcast. Um, today I'm going to be answering a question from one of our listeners, inshallah. But before we go there, allow me first to um, let you know that you can also submit a question to me by simply recording a short 30 second or 60 second audio that records down the gist of your question, what you'd like me to answer. And then you can just email me that audio file to inquiry at miziwahid.com, E-N-Q-U-I-R-Y at miziwahid.com and I'll be responding to it like how I'll be responding to this uh, question on this episode, all right? But without further ado, actually before I go on, allow me first to uh, mention uh, my appreciation to the sponsor of this episode and he is none other than Property agent Shahir Majid. Okay, so guys, buying a house is probably the biggest single purchase we'll all make at some point in our lives. And because of this, wouldn't you want to have somebody knowledgeable who cares about your future, not just about the purchase of your property? Somebody who will actually help you make informed decisions based on your current circumstances, your current financial situation, and your future hopes and dreams. A home purchase is a long-term investment, and for me, I'll only do it with my trusted agent, Shahir Majid. Okay, guys, so go and visit his Instagram at Shahir Majid, S-H-A-H-I-R Majid, M-A-J-I-D, on Instagram. And he now shares a lot of really cool information about uh, property um, that is involving the selling of properties, purchasing of properties, tips and advices that you can really um, use in your decision-making process. You can also contact him if you wish to engage him as your agent at 811 That's 811 Shahir Majid, the agent who cares. All right, without further ado, let's begin today's episode. Assalamualaikum Ustaz. I'm Farah from Singapore and I have one question for you. How do I overcome grief over someone who has already passed on? Thank you. Alright, Farah. Thank you so much, Farah from Singapore, for asking this very uh, big question about grief. Um, people who have lost somebody they love, somebody they care about, somebody so dear to them would know what Farah is having to deal with at this moment. Okay, so the thing about life is that life is short and the people that you hold so closely to you uh, will not be around to share um, the future with you forever. This could be your parents, this could be your spouse, this could be your uncle, your grandparents, anyone who you grew up with, whom you shared really magical moments with. You know, there is no guarantee that you'll have them for the next 10 years of your life. There's no guarantee that you'll spend the rest of your life together. You know, um, people come and people leave. And this is how it works in this dunya. And so the way to deal with grief is to really dealing with it. You know, you don't try to avoid it. Okay. You don't try to avoid and pretend like it didn't hurt you, that it has not caused sadness in your life that it has not shifted 
um, the way you conduct your days, your weeks, you know, because maybe you have certain routines that you visit your parents every week or you see your grandparents every other month, you know. Uh, but now, without them anymore, you are realizing that it's really, really tough. And like I said, the way to do it is to really deal with it, embrace grief, okay? Um, grief is really dealing with the emptiness. You know, I've had people who say to stars, it's not the same because I used to have my grandmother in the same house with me and she was in the other room. And now every time I go to that room where I normally could greet her or, um, you know, hug her or wish her good night or check on her or switch off the lights for her or bring her a glass of warm water. Like, I can't do that anymore. Now I go to the room and it's empty. And I feel like my life is just like that. There's this hollowness, there's this emptiness that I can't just get rid of, okay? It's so difficult. And so, my dear friends, especially Farah, who's, who's, uh, who asked this question, very good question, the way to deal with it is to really embrace it. You know, I would actually sit down in that room and just embrace it. Just take it all in, all the feelings and all the emotions, the sweet moments uh, and the present sadness that you feel. Uh, if you feel like crying, cry. You know, that's really how you deal with grief, right? Whatever you feel at that moment, don't reject it. Don't try to run away from it. Okay, don't try to be strong, pretend to be strong when you know that you need to be vulnerable for um, that particular moment. Okay, so when you are able to just acknowledge those feelings, to not run away from it, that's the first step. Okay, the first step to dealing with grief is to not hide from it. Okay, it's not a bad thing. I know what you're thinking. Some people might look at you and say, Hey, Farah, come on lah. She passed away already for a few months. Why are you still crying about it? Oh, I mean, I know some people who have been grieving for many, many months. I know people have lost their father, you know, and the father is the closest person to them. And they just can't get over the sadness. It's just so heavy on their chest. You know, every time they're alone, they can't help but think about their late father. That's the only thing that comes to them. That's the only memory. And and sometimes, you know, to put things into perspective, different people grieve differently. And, the, the you know, some sometimes the grief is prolonged. You know, it's stretched. And I think partly it's because of some other kind of emotion that comes along. For example, you may have some unresolved issues with this loved one who left. You may have not truly expressed how you feel about them. You may have been delaying the, the wanting to, to tell them how much they mean to you and you kept on delaying it, putting it off and then one day suddenly you get the phone call that said, you know, he's gone or she's no longer with us. And that's the real struggle. So what is it? It's probably grief accompanied with um, guilt right? You feel guilt. You feel guilty for not being there for them more than you could have, more than you did, you know? Um, you, you wish you could have had a bit more time so that you could spend a bit more time by their side, talking to them, asking them about their life, um, their childhood, you know, so many things that you could have spoken to them about, but you didn't. And now you're just filled with guilt, filled with regret, 
And this is just going to cause the sadness to just mount on each other, you know, like more sadness, more sadness, more sadness. And you, you, you lump it all up and say, this is all grief. Yes, it's all grief. But maybe you need to also learn to, to, to separate between the two, you know, to say that, okay, I need to address the guilt part. Okay. I, I can't blame myself so much. You know, I did what I could. And the other times I was genuinely busy. Um, yes, it could also be a lesson for me. So yes, I lost one loved one and I regret not being there for them enough. But I have many other loved ones around who could use uh, a bit more of my time, who could benefit from me checking on them more regularly, more frequently. You know, that is how you deal with it, by using what you can, using what you have now. Because what's no longer around, whoever that's no longer with you, you can't change any of that anymore. But you can make a difference in the lives of the people who are still present. So do that. Occupy your free time to do that so that you don't have to always deal with the deafening silence of the emptiness that is so obvious to you right now because the person is no longer there. All right? So that's one tip that you can try to do. Another one is, well, you know, all of that guilt and the sadness, you can actually try to redeem yourself, so to speak, by doing something for them. Yes, somebody may have already left this world, but you can do something special for them. You can make dua for them. You can make supplications for them, pray for them. Ask Allah to grant them forgiveness. Ask for His uh, amazing mercy to be granted to them. Ask that God blesses them with Jannah, paradise, you know, these are things that you can do. Do what you can, okay? Um, when you, when you, th every time your mind is triggered by a memory about them and you start to feel sad, immediately raise your hands and make dua and pray for them. Another thing you can do is to actually give on their behalf. Make a tiny contribution. doesn't matter the size of what you give. You know, you feed someone, someone maybe, you know, feed a family that's underprivileged. You go and say, okay, I'm doing this. Just say this in your heart. I'm doing this uh, in the name of my late mother, in the name of my late grandfather. Just do it like that, in the name of my late son, you know, who has passed on. That's another way that you can do something productive, something that actually helps somebody else. It makes a difference in this world. But indirectly contributes to the rewards of your loved one who has already passed on. Isn't it beautiful? So instead of just sitting down and feeling sorry for yourself or feeling in all the regret um, that has accumulated over the years, do something about it. Be practical about it, right? So you can make dua, you can make contributions to give something in their name to honor them and hopefully they will be rewarded by your contributions as well. If you know that there is an orphanage that's about to be built, you know, contribute a few hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, say this is for under my mom's name, for example. Right? She's no longer around, but that's something you can do. And hopefully, she will also gain the benefits from the use of that place. The more people use that place, she will get continuous rewards. Isn't that amazing? Something you cannot give in this world. 
right? But that is everlasting, inshallah. Okay? So these are some of the ways, Farah, that you can do to deal with grief. Remember that grief is normal. Even the Prophet, peace be upon him, grieved the loss of his sons. Sons who passed away at a very young age. He carried them and he started to cry. And the companion said, Ya Rasulullah, is that okay? They were pointing to the tears and he said, this is okay. This, this is just my heart feeling it, you know. This is something I can't really control. It's matters of the heart. I feel sadness because there was a connection between me and my child. And you can have connections with people you've lived with, you've spent time with, right? So it's normal for you to cry. But he said that what you can't do is, and then he pointed to the tongue, and this is wrong. The tongue sometimes says things that are unacceptable, um, from an Islamic perspective because it's almost as if you're rejecting um, fate because God destined that this person is supposed to leave at this time. You're like, but why this person? And why me? And why now? And why not sometime else? You know, why not I go first? And things like that because that shows a lack of faith and a lack of patience with this test. If you can be patient with the test of losing a loved one, Allah's reward for you is enormous in the hereafter. Okay? So even the Prophet went, he once missed his mother, uh, Mina, uh, bin, uh, and you know, and um, what he did was when he passed by the place where Amina passed away, he actually stopped by the grave to to just you know visit her, yeah. Um, and so grieving is normal; it's normal for human beings to grieve. Um, but if you ever feel like you need somebody to talk to, reach out to someone. If you think that it's been going on for years, then maybe see a therapist. There's nothing to be embarrassed about reaching out for help and asking uh, for an expert to to support you in these difficult times. All right? So, uh, I guess that's all I have to share for now. Thank you, Farah, once again for your question. I hope it helps you uh, in some ways. And um, I look forward to more questions coming in from all my dear listeners. Take care. Wa bilaytafiq hudayah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.